0: Atalanta's race from the Earthly Paradise by William Morris, from the World's Best Poetry, Volume Two, Love Part One, org by Sonya. Atalanta's race from the Earthly Paradise, Atalanta victorious, and there two runners did the sign abide, foot set to foot, a young man, slim and fair, crisp-haired, well knit with firm limbs often tried in places where no man his strength may spare dainty his thin coat was and on his hair a golden circlet of renown he wore and in his hand an olive garland bore but on this day with whom shall he contend a maid stood by him like diana clad when in the woods she lists her bow to bend too fair for one to look on and be glad who scarcely yet has thirty summers had if he must still behold her from afar too fair to let the world live free from war she seemed all earthly matters to forget of all tormenting lines her face was clear her wide gray eyes upon the goal were set calm and unmoved as though no soul were near but her foe trembled as a man in fear nor from her loveliness one moment turned his anxious face with fierce desire that burned now through the hush there broke the trumpet's clang just as the setting sun made eventide then from light feet a spurt of dust there sprang and swiftly were they running side by side but silent did the thronging folk abide until the turning post was reached at last and round about it still abreast they passed but when the people saw how close they ran when half-way to the starting-point they were a cry of joy broke forth whereat the man headed the white-foot runner and drew near unto the very end of all his fear and scarce his straining feet the ground could feel and bliss unhoped for over his heart can steal but midst the loud victorious shouts he heard her footsteps drawing nearer and the sound of fluttering raiment and thereat afeard, his flushed and eager face he turned around, And even then he felt her past him bound, fleet as the wind, But scarcely saw her there, till on the goal she laid her fingers fair. There stood she breathing like a little child, Amid some warlike clamor laid asleep, For no victorious joy her red lips smiled, Her cheek its wonted freshness did but keep, no glance lit up her clear gray eyes and deep though some divine thought softened all her face as once more rang the trumpet through the place but her late foe stopped short amidst his course one moment gazed upon her piteously then with a groan his lingering feet did force to leave the spot whence he her eyes could see and changed like one who knows his time must be but short and bitter without any word he knelt before the bearer of the sword then high rose up the gleaming deadly blade bared of its flowers and through the crowded place was silence now and midst of it the maid went by the poor wretch at a gentle pace and he to hers upturned his sad white face nor did his eyes behold another sight ere on his soul there fell eternal night atalanta conquered now has the lingering month at last gone by again are all folk round the running-place nor other seems the dismal pageantry than heretofore but that another face looks over the smooth course ready for the race for now beheld of all milanian stands on the spot he twice has looked upon but yet what change is this that holds the maid does she indeed see in his glittering eye more than this stain of the sharp shearing blade some happy hope of help and victory the others seem to say we come to die. look down upon us for a little while that dead we may bethink us of thy smile but he what look of mastery was this he cast on her why were his lips so red why was his face so flushed with happiness so looks not one who deems himself but dead even if to death he bows a willing head so rather looks a god well pleased to find some earthly damsel fashioned to his mind why must she drop her lids before his gaze and even as she casts adown her eyes redden to note his eager glance of praise and wish that she were clad in other guise why must the memory to her heart arise of things unnoticed when they first were heard some lover's song some answering maiden's word what makes these longings vague without a name and this vain pity never felt before this sudden languor this contempt of fame this tender sorrow for the time passed over, these doubts that grow each minute more and more why does she tremble as the time grows near and weak defeat and woeful victory fear but while she seemed to hear her beating heart above their heads the trumpet blast rang out and forth they sprang and she must play her part then flew her white feet knowing not a doubt though slackening once she turned her head about but then she cried aloud and faster fled than ever before and all men deemed him dead but with no sound he raised aloft his hand and thence what seemed a ray of light there flew and past the maid rolled on along the sand then trembling she her feet together drew and in her heart a strong desire there grew to have the toy some god she thought had given that gift to her to make of earth a heaven then from the course with eager steps she ran and in her odorous bosom laid the gold but when she turned again the great-limbed man now well ahead she failed not to behold and mindful of her glory waxing cold sprang up and followed him in hot pursuit though with one hand she touched the golden fruit note too the bow that she was wont to bear she laid aside to grasp the glittering prize and over her shoulder from the quiver fair three arrows fell and lay before her eyes unnoticed as amidst the people's cries she sprang to head the strong milanian who now the turning-post had well-nigh won but as he set his mighty hand on it white fingers underneath his own were laid and white limbs from his dazzled eyes did flit then he the second fruit cast by the maid but she ran on a while then as afraid wavered and stopped and turned and made no stay until the globe with its bright fallow lay then as a troubled glance she cast around now far ahead the argive could she see and in her garments hem one hand she wound to keep the double prize and strenuously sped over the course and little doubt had she to win the day though now but scanty space was left betwixt him and the winning place short was the way unto such winged feet quickly she gained upon him till at last he turned about her eager eyes to meet and from his hand the third fair apple cast she wavered not but turned and ran so fast after the prize that should her bliss fulfill that in her hand it lay ere it was still nor did she rest but turned about to win once more an unblessed woeful victory and yet and yet why does her breath begin to fail her and her feet drag heavily why fails she now to see if far or nigh the goal is why do her gray eyes grow dim why do these tremors run through every limb she spreads her arms abroad some stay to find else must she fall indeed and findeth this a strong man's arms about her body twined nor may she shudder now to feel his kiss so wrapped she is in new unbroken bliss made happy that the foe the prize hath won she weeps glad tears for all her glory done